0: All right, so welcome to uh, Academy. We're going to dive in here. Everybody can hear me right, so thumbs up. Everybody can hear me. All right, I don't want no issues with sound or anything like that. Um, So we're going to get rolling. Um, Over the weeks, we have been really, you know, um, unpacking and talking about what the will of God is We've been going through scriptures this week, this final week, I guess now is the final week. We are going to try to apply it. We're going to try to apply it. And so I've created some scenarios and some situations uh, that you guys are going to help another believer to apply the will of God to their life. Um, so many people think that it's just so hard to figure out what the will of the Lord is. But as we see here in Ephesians chapter five and verse 17, it says, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Let me say it again, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. I don't think he would say this if the will of the Lord was a mysterious hidden thing that nobody could know. Are you with me? <laughs> Where you know if it's something that you can't know that you just gotta hope for the best, like yeah, you know, you know uh you know if the Lord wills it, if you know whatever God wills, let's find out what god's will is, so i'm gonna start this my first question to kind of get your mind rolling is what should we want from God? what should we want from God now, when you give this answer, if you give me a one word answer. I'm going to ask you to unpack it because I want you to be able to explain it. Whatever you say, I want you to be able to explain it. So what should we want from God? What should we want from him? And you can use the chat if you don't want to talk, or you can pop your hand up and I'm watching to see uh, the hands go up. So what should we want from God? Um, when 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 people are you know coming to you and they're asking for prayer or... You're, you know, desiring. What is it that we should want or desire from God? Oh, come on now. <laughs> Somebody struggle out loud. Somebody
1: struggle out loud. Just jump in there. Tim. Speaking, uh, Tim. Yeah, I'm thinking about that, that prayer. We pray that thy, his kingdom will come, his will be done. On Earth, just as it is in Heaven.
0: Now, unpack that for me. I, uh, you know, I don't know Scripture. I'm just a regular old person. You've said this to me that we should want His Kingdom to come and His will to be done. Now, explain that. Um,
1: that we're choosing what He prefers over what we prefer. That we want to see His plan be mm. revealed. Mm-hmm. in our daily everyday life just as it is in heaven okay
0: okay that that that, that sounds good let's see what we got in the chat I see something in the chat here we should want he uh, he deems for us we should want what he deems for us now what does that mean because again that's that kind of you know, cryptic, you know, language. Unpack it. You've been given enough information over these weeks to be able to unpack this and break it down.
2: Um, what that's what it says is what he deems best for us. So, what he wants for our lives, his best offer. His, uh, we ask for a house or a five-bedroom house. He blesses us with a, a two, three-bedroom house, and do it, do with it what he wants us to do with it.
0: We want, yeah, we want what he wants for us, what he deems for us is his best offer, okay? Anybody else want to chime in on this? What should we want from God? What should we want from him? Because I know the things that we do, you know, like, you know, April said, we're coming to God with our grocery list, with our Christmas list, with our, you know, (laughs) list of demands, right? But what should we want? One more person before we go forward. Uh, Willie. To what he prefers. Okay, unpack it. You you missed the introduction. So anybody that gave me a one-word answer, I was going to say unpack it.
3: <laughs> what does that mean? So not only, you know, that being what he prefers, but basically having your mind transformed and ha- having a renewal and having a deeper insight after you humble yourself, after you have that exchange with him, then you're able to see what his best offer is and you're able to walk into whatever that may be, no matter what the circumstance, knowing that he's constant, no matter what variable you may face.
0: Okay. Sounds good. That sounds good. You know, if you were discipling somebody, that's the way you would, you would share that with them, you know, um, because we got to unpack it. Okay. And so, um, and now this question, we're not going to answer to the end, but I'm going to ask it now so that we're thinking about it as we go forward. How do we know God's best offer from my best option? how do we distinguish God's best offer from my best option? Now, hopefully everybody kind of understands what I I mean by that question, or you can kind of, you know, picture what I'm saying here, that God has a best offer, but sometimes God's best offer, how do we know the difference between the best offer from God and the best option, you know, that, that we see. Okay. So, In this verse, I'm going to unpack some words here. So there's two important words um, that are, I'll move some stuff around so I can see. Uh, There's these two important words that are in the verse that we read in uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. And he says, Do not be unwise. So this word, unwise, Afron, it literally means to be without the inner perspective that regulates your behavior. It's a person that is lacking perspective or short-sighted. They lack the overall picture or perspective needed to act prudently or wisely. It describes someone lacking moderation because they fail to grasp the cause and effect relationship. So they don't know, they they can't understand if they do this, why this happens. If they do this, this might happen. They can't understand that. It goes on to say, willful ignorance in understanding what what prompts inevitable effects or consequences. So people who make decisions and choices with no regard for how it's going to turn out. As a matter of fact, they can't even see how it's going to turn out. They can't even think. Ahead and say, well, if I say this, what's going ready to happen? If I do this, what's going ready to happen? This is to be unwise or foolish or without reason. And this ties to this word that we talked about last week, circumspectly, right? A person who walks circumspectly investigates. They look at all the possibilities. They're unpacking. They're intelligently looking at things. A person that's unwise doesn't do any of that. They just kind of go into things with no understanding of the bigger picture. As a matter of fact, they're short sighted and they only see what matters to them in the moment or the right now situation. Okay? Versus, he says, but be understanding. He says, be understanding. Now, this is our second word here understanding. Sinemi or Sinemi. It means together with or to put something together. Um, It means to join facts into a comprehensive interlocking whole, to see a whole picture. See how it's opposite from being unwise? It literally means to arrive at a summary or final understanding with complete, uh, complete with life application. So when you understand it, you're able to put it into application. You're able to go and put it into situations and, and do it. Accordingly, it is in close connection with discerning and doing the preferred will of God. If you have understanding, then that means that you are, have the ability to discern and do what God prefers. That's what it means to have understanding, okay? This, this, when I was studying this, man, I was hyped all by myself, just running around the room that you know this is another word that's connected to the preferred will of God inside uh understanding is the ability to discern and do what God prefers this is literally what it means to understand to have understanding so understanding what the will of the Lord is and so as we go into these situations what we're what we're getting ready to try to do is i want to make sure that you are not unwise but you walk in understanding, being able to discern what the preferred will of God is. That's the goal. That's what we're going to attempt to do. Um, and the way we're going to do it is that you're basically, I'm going to give you scenarios where you're basically going to be helping another believer to discern what God's will is in certain situations. Is everybody with? Okay. Got somebody joining. Okay. All right. So let's move on. All right. So the first thing I want to give you this, this quote, Um, this was something I was meditating on. And I think it's really important that you grasp this knowing God's will brings clarity, but doing God's will is maturity. Mm. Knowing God's will brings clarity. Now, what do I mean by that? When you know God's will, you can see and understand the direction and what it is that he wants, right? But mm-hmm. doing God's will is maturity. So if you truly understand God's will, you're going to be able to discern and do it. That's what a mature person does. You want to look at um, maturity as something that, that you exercise what is right and what is wrong. You, you Not only do you know it, but you do it. OK, there's a lot of people that know, but they don't do. That's a person that lacks maturity because the mature believer does what the will of the Lord is. OK. Right. You're, you guys are rocking with me. OK, so the first person you're going to help. Um, we don't have a name for this person, but here's their dilemma. I just joined a church but I work on Sundays. What should I do? Okay, so here's how I want you to answer this. So you might need to write this down so you can look at it as you answer it. The first thing that you have to think of is what is God's will? The second thing is how does this person fulfill it? So I want you to think about answering this question in two parts. Number one, you need to be able to tell me what God's will is, and then you need to give me a way for this person to fulfill it. So this person just joined the church, but they work on Sundays. What should they do? What should they do? So number one, what is God's will? Number two, how do they accomplish it? Come on, come on, come on. Let's get in there. You can type it in the chat. You can pop a hand up and struggle out loud. Okay, so we got a couple of different people. Uh, April and then TC.
2: Um, God's will is for us to come together and, and get his word, um, together as, as, as fellowshipping, sorry, can't get the word out, um, and getting God's word together, um, and how they can fulfill that is if they have a job where they're able to set their schedule Ask see if you can ask for Sundays off. Um, well,
0: they don't, they don't have Sundays off They work on Sundays. If,
2: if they can't, um, then the situation that we have where log in on log in on Zoom. Find a church or have it be have a church. Yeah, where they have that type of um, connection and log in through, through Facebook, wherever you can log in at.
0: Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. Pastor T C you want to follow that up?
4: <laughs> yeah, again, um, the goal is fellowship according to uh, Hebrews 10 twenty five. So the goal is not to forsake assembly. So they didn't put a day. So um maybe your church might have um Bible study and you're off that day. So find days that you're off where your church is fellowshipping to get together. Of course, discipleship is a form of fellowship. So if you're meeting with someone one on one, maybe a group of guys come together. I don't know if the guy is a guy or a girl. I don't know. <laughs> but uh right, maybe right, right. Together, uh, do a study with some members of the church. Um maybe go over what you guys talked about on Sunday. So you can still be in the loop so you still know. And, you know, just different ways. The goal is to fellowship and to be together. So, yeah.
0: Amen. So, I wanted to start off with something I thought was easy so that you can see the process. You first define what is God's will for this situation and then give the person a way to fulfill it. Okay? Okay? So, now we're going to step it up a little bit. We're going to step it up a little bit. We're going to get a little more intense. Okay, meet Tomas and Chloe. Tomas just recently became a Christian. He's been with his uh, girlfriend, Chloe, for two years. Chloe thinks it's good for Tomas, uh, but she's not the religious type. Tomas and Chloe are sexually active, and Tomas wants to know if he should stop having sex with his girlfriend. Number one, what is God's will? Number two, how can they fulfill it? Hmm. who's got it who's 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 jumping
4: in there TC, yeah i'm jumping on this one because one of those ones i always find run to myself so i kind of want to be corrected but the will of god in this one is for them um to abstain from sexual immorality so that's the will of god so mm-hmm. to tomas he's because he's a christian i yep. know um, god's will for you is to um to stay from sexual immorality you know, so maybe uh, one, you might want to consider um, linking up with someone and being accountable. Uh, and I think, let's see, do they live together? Did you put that in there? No, I didn't put that in there. OK, well, then, yeah, in this case, yeah, man, just ton of accountability. I'm here. I got you. I know it can be hard. But man, God's will for your life is that you, you know, abstain, you know, and so you want to make sure you have those guards in place to uh, help you abstain from um sexual immorality and, and hopefully you you want your testimony not to be stained with sexual immorality because you might need to share the gospel with chloe so that might encourage her to actually receive christ too and the will of god for her is that she is saved i want to up ahead so I'll just
0: yeah okay okay
4: anybody else want to chime in on that
0: god's will and how can he go about accomplishing it Okay. So here's my, 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 my follow-up. Okay. Uh, Tomas basically says, well, you know, um, Chloe's now going to think that I don't like her anymore. I'm not into her because we've been dating for two years and this is kind of how our relationship has been. What do I do? First of all, what is God's will? Second of
3: all, what should he do? Okay, G. Barry. Well, one, may I add, the will of God remains the same to abstain from sexual immorality. Two, the way that he's going to have to go about doing it is, one, establishing some kind of accountability and a way to confront her in love and truth because there needs to be a conversation. Like, is he going to stand? And is he going to have that conversation, say, look, in order for us to move forward, i'm gonna need to know that you're able to commit to this because whether you commit or not, I'm committing to this, so there needs to be a conversation that needs to be had, but I couldn't agree more with the with the accountability of having somebody to hold him accountable so okay mm-hmm. okay,
1: excellent, Tim. what you got yeah I, I agree with everything that's being said so far, and the one thing Tomas has going for him is that she has agreed that this is good for him. Mm -hmm. And so my approach would be, you know, if you think this is good for me and it is, then part of loving you is to encourage you to come with me. Yes. You know, yes, yes,
0: (laughs) because God's will for uh, Chloe is for her to be saved, Right. Right. We, we can't leave that out of the equation that that's, you know, if we're understanding what the will of the Lord is, we know that God wants Chloe to be saved, Amen. you know? And so there's one more piece to this. And I'm, uh, and, and, and this is, uh, this is something that again is another layer. So I'm glad Tim unpacked that layer. Everybody's kind of unpacked some layers, but there's one more layer that is God's will and we know this based on scripture. There's one more piece that that we've overlooked. Is there anything else that anybody wants to add? Let's check my chat. Then in the chat, okay. What else here? Uh,
5: that, he, um, that he would, um, you know, that they would stop living together and just, um, you know, live separately.
0: Well, I, yeah, I didn't mention if they were living together or not, but, you know, if they were, yeah, that would be, that definitely would be true.
4: Yes. Uh, TC. Yeah, I have to say it's the first time, but God's will, is for, him also, um, God's will for him is also sanctification. Mm-hmm. So it's sanctification and it's sanctification and morality. And so that that's big because how does he stand out if he's doing the same thing? <laughs> but god wants to show chloe something different Through his do uh um, tomas's life that starts with sanctification and setting him apart and then keeping himself pure so it's like a two-piece and i meant to say sanctification i don't know if anyone says sanctification but yeah because it's sanctification
0: yeah. well yeah
4: yeah and yeah that kind of is inherent in abstaining from
0: sexual immorality But there's one more piece, you know, we talked about God desires for Chloe uh, to be saved, but he also desires for them that it's better that they marry than to burn with lust. And so, you know, you want to encourage Chloe to give her life to Christ. And because maybe, you know, they really do love each other and care for each other. You know, we don't want to discourage them from that. But we do want to encourage them to, number one, abstain from sexual immorality. Number two, for Chloe to be saved. And number three, for them to come together for God's purpose and be better together than they would be apart. Does that make sense? Is everybody with me on that? (laughs) Any questions about that? Okay. Okay. All right. Our next person up, he says, "Um, uh, I used to smoke and I quit. However, lately, I've been super stressed and I'm tempted to smoke. What should I do? What should I do? So number one, what is God's will? Number two, how can this person fulfill that? Okay, something popped up in the chat. Let's see what we got here. Amen, that's good. Amen, amen, amen. Let's see. So who wants to help this individual? I used to smoke and I quit. However, lately, I've been super stressed and I'm tempted to smoke. What should I do? So number one, what is God's will? Uh, Number two, how do they fulfill it? How do they fulfill it? Hopefully you can see it on the screen so you can kind of read through it and and kind of discern where this is going. Okay, come on, come on, jump in. You wanna struggle out loud, you can do that. However, you want to do it. We want to discern. We want to not be unwise, but we want to understand what the will of the Lord is.
6: Who's got it? Who's coming? Who's right?
0: Nobody. Ooh, they scared of this one. TC, what you got?
4: Um. So the first thing I want to encourage. Is- Thomas says, you know, is to not be anxious for anything. You know, do you know the areas, even that he might be feeling he's falling apart in. You know, God sees him and He wants to give. Um, is this Thomas still? Probably who this guy is. He I wants don't to know. It's just just <laughs> the <a> random believer. <laughs> God wants to give him peace. God's will for him is peace. So instead of be anxious, God wants to give him peace. God doesn't want him to be subjected or under the power of anything else. Mm. He doesn't want Smoking to be his turn to and have that final saying control. God wants to be that person for this individual to give him peace, you know, to give him courage, to give him strength. God wants to give those things. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Anybody else, anybody else got advice for this, uh, for this believer, they used to smoke, they quit, but lately they've been super stressed and they're tempted
6: okay tim
1: okay um so yeah so it is a believer okay so yeah in that case yeah i agree with what was just said and it's not god's will well not that one uh there's another scripture that was popping up for me uh to come to me you know all you that are weary heavy laden um The anxiety seems to be the the root issue. And where do you go when you're feeling anxious? God's will is for him to come to him. You know, he says, come to me. And so, yeah.
0: Encourage him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, for some people, this would be a difficult one. Because uh, depending on, you know, I was hoping some other people would chime in. But depending on your, your view, uh, most people would go right to, hey, hey, well, you know, you don't want to be smoking because that's a sin and, you know, God doesn't want you to smoke. But if we focus on God's will, it's bigger than the smoke because what we're saying so far, what I've heard you guys say can be applied to any type of substance or any type of thing that you would lean on other than God. And so I don't know if you guys see the scriptures on the screen. Uh, go ahead, April. Uh, you got a comment.
2: Um, would you be able to say to them that in the smoking, you're trusting the the feeling that you get from the smoking, that that it brings you down, relieves your stress. Could you go with the thing of putting other gods before him? Um, because you're making that your god you're making smoking your your go to instead of going
0: out amen uh <laughs> um Sorry, never mind. I, 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 I yeah i think you could but that's why i set the parameters as what is god's will and how do they do it because i think you could you could actually word it the way that you said it is that well god's will is not for you to depend on this he actually wants you to depend on him. You know, I think, and, and this is just from experience with sitting with people, um, we've got to really stick right to the issue because when we start adding, you know, things, because I think what you're saying is true and that's something that you would say later in a follow-up with them that, yeah, you're almost leaning on this and, and making that God, you know, That would be something you follow up. But initially this person comes to you, you know, with this issue, you want them to know that, Hey, you know, God doesn't want you to be walking around stressed, and he doesn't want anything to have power over you like that, you know, because whatever it is, so you could replace um, I used to drink. You could say, I used to pop pills. You could say, I used to do, you could plug in anything into this equation and the answer remains the same. And so in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, it says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of anything. So God's will is for you to not be under the power of this. He actually wants you to be free from this. He doesn't want you to be under its power. And then... Uh, I think everybody kind of said it in Philippians chapter four, right? Uh, Verses six and seven. And then you can add in there uh, uh, first Peter chapter five, uh, verse seven, then you can add, or verse six or verse seven. And then you can add in there uh, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Somebody mentioned that one. Come unto me, all that are laboring and a heavy burden, I'll give you rest. That the goal is, is that God wants us to come to him and you know, receive what we need from him, that instead of uh, uh, mitigating our stress with these things, he wants us to trust him, okay, that's his will, okay, and and I want us to really understand that because you want to be able to help people to think that way, that what is God's will for me here, because I asked the question in the beginning, what is it that we want from God, what should we want from God? We should want his will. That's what we should want. And so in this situation, what is God's will for me here? Well, it's it's not definitely not for you to be anxious and stressed out. That is actually not God's will. God does not want you to be that way. And we can say that with confidence. We can say that uh, um, um, with authority, that God doesn't want you to be that way. Let's see. I got something to chat. All right right what about Psalms 5522 um, let's flip there and see what it says I mean because there's a there's a ton of scriptures you can you know Isaiah 26 3 um, I mean I mean whatever scripture you want to use you know that illustrates that Isaiah 55 or Psalms 55. 22 cast your burdens on the lord and he shall sustain you he shall never permit the righteous to be moved um yeah that's that's a uh, that's a scripture right along the same lines as all the other ones okay questions comments you guys writing these scriptures down so you can so that when that person comes to you later on this week (laughs) Cause they coming, they are coming. coming and each one of us needs to be able to uh, walk that person through what God's will is. Okay. All right. Some people are just kind of chilling. All right. All right. I got you. All right. So we're going to pause here and we're going to do a, a little breakdown here. So people always have questions. They always have questions, question after question after question. But our questions don't define God's will. Mm -hmm. God's will defines our questions. Okay, so you're probably thinking, okay, what does that mean? What that means is that when we come to God with a question, we have to stop and first think about what God's will is then re-ask our question. Because hmm. a lot of times the initial question is only about what we want. Now we've gone over this week after week. Most people aren't concerned with God's will. They're actually concerned with what they want, and they're hoping that what we what they want is God's will.
7: Hmm.
0: So when you know people have a lot of questions. And we need to reinterpret that question based upon what God's will is. Because a lot of times we're hearing the question, right? When we hear the question, we want to answer the question instead of giving them what God's will is. And that's the, that's the exercise that we're doing right now. And so, you know, um, let's go back and take a look at these again. So he asked the question about, you know, um, what should he do about this temptation? And the first thing that you want to think of, well, what is God's will for him? Okay. And this this is actually, you're actually going to have to retrain your mind to do this. Because most people's mind is to answer the question. Not to think based upon what he's asking, what is God's will? Now, let's filter that question. Through what God's will is. Okay. Everybody with me? <laughs> Any questions? No? All right. Y'all making I don't know. Y'all making me feel like I'm doing a better job
1: than what I think. Uh Tim. <laughs> yeah, I just need to slow that down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so please he, thank you. Okay, before we ask God a question, first of all ask what is his
0: will no what i said was i already have a question oh and that question does not define god's will i'm going to have to re ask that question based upon well what my question needs to be in this situation whatever it is i don't know if it's to go to mcdonald's right now like lord should i go to mcdonald's i know that's silly but that's not the question even okay. though that's our question.
1: My question is, should I go to McDonald's?
0: Yeah, but that's not that's not that's not a question that define God defines God's will.
1: That's just defining
0: what I want. That's defining what I want. Uh okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah. Are you, are you with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, at the very so beginning. It down. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, when you were reading that definition, it really uh Yeah, seeing the whole, taking the time to slow down and hear God's will. And it it, it really hit me. It's almost like the opposite of anxiety. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being being still, right? And allowing God to show you. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: Cause you yeah. got a million questions you can you can question all day like oh should i do this or should i do that should i go here should i go there so it, it, it's just and these things are only about what you want they're really not helping you to define what god's will is god's will ought to shape your question so you need to slow you ought to slow down and when i'm getting ready to, and you'll get better at it because you'll be getting ready to ask a question you'll be thinking well wait a minute
1: what is god's will yeah. concerning that
0: Instead of me wow. just
1: asking this random question, right? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it's a real discipline. And yes. and I sorry, I, I think about Denzel Washington, the way he, he sets his watch and everything slows down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Equal equalizer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to slow it down and just That's allow God showing. to show you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what hand what, what order these hands went up. So we'll go with the Thompsons and then we'll go with uh, Pastor TC and Ariel.
8: So I'm just struggling out loud um, about McDonald's. So I'm hungry, right? And I think I want to go to McDonald's to give me some fries and a burger. But instead of said, I want to go to McDonald's and get the fries and burger. I asked God, well, God, what is your will about what I should eat? And I'm waiting on his answer. But then I said, well, maybe your will is um, I go to Burger King, but neither one of those is his will. His will is I go (laughs) in the kitchen and cook.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. His will is that you, is that, is that you, is that you eat. And so part of that will, because in a simple question, the idea of stewardship comes up is that why am I asking about McDonald's or Burger King when I got brown beef in the refrigerator? He's Actually, already. Why?
8: Yeah, because I just got through doing the grocery shopping. <laughs>
0: right. So he's already provided for what I need to eat. Why am I asking him? McDonald's or Burger King? And I know that's a silly, you know, but at the end of the day, it's important that we diagnose that. Like, why am I asking him this? He's already provided the need. I, 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 I need food. It's in the fridge. It's in the cabinet. Why am I asking him, Lord? Should I go to Burger King? Should I go to McDonald's? It, you know, it almost seems silly. <laughs> Pastor TC, <laughs> and then April.
4: Yeah, I, my wife had a question, and I'm gonna help her out with it because I actually want to know myself. So, you know, we talked about the job, mm-hmm. dealing with fellowship. But whatever well, job isn't take you away from fellowship, but you're struggling at your job and you're being mistreated. Mm-hmm. Job, you're stressed, and you're stressed, it's and it's a lot. So, I'm looking at this question. So, I'm gonna actually do one. So, and by the way, you're doing a good job. That's what I was saying earlier. This is really good. But mm-hmm. what will be the will of God in a scenario like this? Because I know I can think about contentment, mm-hmm. but you're being mistreated, or not
9: so much. And
4: too. the the job is not yeah. the issue. Well, how can I put this? the guy doesn't care about what job you take unless it kind of messes with fellowship what we talked about earlier but if it doesn't mess with fellowship then in the situation of switching jobs what actually what that look like because i i'm actually curious too because you know i'm I'm always having people that want to switch or well well
0: i i think you got to go to first okay so uh, we're not clear if you're being mistreated or not mistreated because if you're Mm
9: -hmm. it's not like um It's not like, I guess, the extreme, but I guess I just feel like over the years, you know, it's, you know, if that makes sense, I'm trying to make it make sense. Um, But yeah, a little bit of mistreatment over the years and just, I don't know, it's been more than a challenge. Like, I feel like it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to explain it, but I know it does it's been hard for me, like, on my, in my, my mental state, I guess, is what you could say, it's just been hard on me mentally, physically, it's been hard on me in a lot of ways, but mostly, like, you know, men, men, mentally, and giving me headaches, it's just been a lot.
4: Oh, that it goes back to peace.
9: I just, I don't know, and I'm just didn't, okay. asking God, like, should I switch jobs? I, I feel like now
0: I'm asking the wrong questions. Like hearing right, like, right? So, because because yeah. the, so number one, does the job meet the needs of your household? Yeah. Because our prayer is that Lord, you know, give us this day our daily bread, provide our needs. Right. So if the job meets the needs, it's number one. Number yeah. two, whatever's happening on the job, have you addressed with? The people on the job you know because the bible talks about you know um that let justice run down like yeah. a river and so that god wants justice on that job and so if you're being mistreated then your prayer is that god i want to see justice mm-hmm. you know because it ties into again the whole peace. so be anxious for nothing but with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make your requests known to god and so the request to god is that God, I want to be treated fairly. I want justice, you know, on this job. I'm, you know, if they're mistreating me, I want justice. And if I'm stressed, then I bring those burdens to the Lord and I cast them at his feet. Um, And so there's not necessarily any real reason to change jobs, except for, like you said, maybe I just want to. And so I want to seek what God's will is because, you know, why do you have me here? Is there a reason why I'm here? And it, is there a real reason to not be here? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I think those are the ones that are difficult, you know, yeah. and I like that scenario because our, our question is trying to force fit God's will into answering our question instead of seeking what God's will is. What okay. is God's will? Well, um, He definitely doesn't want anybody to perish. So am I, you know, being a gospel light on this job? Am I letting my light shine? You know, uh, are are people able to see, you know, my good works and glorify my father in heaven? So I got to first ask myself, am I doing God's will? Instead of asking God if I should stay or go, I should be saying, well, what is your will? Well, your will is for me to be a light. And I'm here. Why am I not being a light? Or am I being a light? You know, because if I am being a light, when you know that you're being a light, you don't want to leave these people that God has given you the opportunity to be a light to. Mm. One of the toughest things to do was to say, oh man, God wants me to not be here anymore when I see that I'm I, I'm I'm a light there. But if I'm not, if I'm just kind of going to work, am I doing the will of the Lord? You know, right. another thing is, In my, the Bible says that we are to work wholeheartedly as unto the Lord and not unto men. And so that's God's will. So when I go in there, I'm working my butt off for the Lord. He's the one that's actually signing the paycheck in my mind because he's the one that provided the job, you know? So that's God's will. So you see, a lot of what God's will is has nothing to do with is it option A or option B? It's I need to be focusing on fulfilling God's will wherever I am. Yeah,
9: that's good. Thank
0: you. Um, There was a couple of hands. Let's see. One disappeared. Uh, The Thompson's.
8: So with that analogy that you just gave Ariel, all I could think about is Jesus in the garden when he's getting beat and he's saying to the Lord, I mean, he's you know and tears and sweating and stuff and he's saying god you know not my will cuz my will is not to go through this but nevertheless your will be done
0: right you know, so, yeah. because he he understood what god's will was right even though he was he, he had he thought of another option like well is there another option <laughs> is there another way to do this but nevertheless i'm going to do what you want this is why you want to focus on what is God's will? What does he want me to be doing? Not what is my best option? You know, what's, what's the, the thing that I think is better? I need to be focusing on what does he want? What does God want from me? Because we're always thinking about what we want from God. That's why I asked that question in the very beginning. What should we want from God? And I think everybody has to ponder that question. What should I be wanting from God? Well, I should be wanting his best offer. I should be wanting his will, his desire to be fulfilled in my life. I want to do what he wants me to do because what he wants me to do is the best thing that I could do. Because only what I do for Christ is going to last. Everything else is going to fade away. Okay, so April says it makes me think of the finance class, and we talked about our wants versus our needs and God's wants God, and God's wants for us. <laughs> that was kind of a little tongue twister there. Uh, uh, yeah, because we've got to realign our thinking to stop thinking, is it A or B? Drop A or B and say, God, what do you want? What is your will? And then search for his will. You know, what does he want us to be doing? And be doing that. If we're actively doing God's will, I guarantee wherever we're at, we're we're going to feel differently about being there.
1: Deacon Tim. Yeah, for some reason, that scripture of blessing them that curse you, praying for them that despitefully use you came to mind. And I'm wondering, is that like, is that's always God's will, right? And yes, but but, but
0: but slow it down a little bit. So okay. God's will is when someone curses you, what mm-hmm. is his will?
1: Bless them. Bless Pray them. them. Mm-hmm.
0: When someone despitefully uses you, what does he want you to do? Pray for them. Okay. Pray so that them. is a that so we know his will whenever that comes up. We already have the answer to that question before they do it.
1: Okay. There's something I'm not seeing correctly. I know mm-hmm. it looks mm-hmm. to me like a contradiction. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, yeah, there's times where we're being mistreated and we do need to take a stand, right? Right. That's justice. That's justice. Mm-hmm. But I'm having trouble putting those two things together, those two. Is there a... a what am I not seeing here? It's, it's like on the one hand it sounds like when i'm blessing those that are cursing me and i'm praying for those who are despitefully using me that there's no room there for me to to do that to for you to do them. it yeah yes. that's where yeah that's
0: where your issue is oh that's where your issue is yeah because you're not you're not the judge wow you're not the judge that's where your issue is you're to be obedient to god Let's go to Romans chapter 12 and let's look at verses 17 through 21. Romans chapter 12, verses 17 through 21. Mm. So I think that's a great, uh, I think that's a great question you're asking. Because again, you, you're trying to ask about what you're supposed to do. Right. And that's not the question. The question is what is God's will? And what God's will is, is that you bless them, (laughs) that curse you, and you pray for them, that despitefully use you. Ah, okay. Right? So when you get there, read verse 17, and
1: let's get into it. Romans 12, 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Mm -hmm. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Mm -hmm. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you live peaceably with all men mm-hmm. dearly beloved avenge not yourself mm. but wrath <laughs> ouch okay okay avenge not yourself but rather give place unto wrath for it is written vengeance is mine i will repay saith so, the lord so who's going to bring the justice the lord the lord <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep on reading, go ahead. Therefore if thy enemy hunger, feed him; if he thirst, give him drink: for in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Mm-hmm. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So God's will for us is for us to live
0: peaceably, so for us to be honest, for us to do the right thing and leave the judgment to him. Wow.
1: Wow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That helps me, but I, I, I'm still kind of wrestling. I'm. I'm going to have to chew on that. <clears throat> yeah. I have to chew on that. All right. Any, thank you.
0: Any anybody else? All right.
6: All right. We're going to move forward a little bit here. Okay. All right. We're going to help this guy out here.
0: Okay. I'm a single father with two children, and I believe that God wants me to start a business. Can you please pray for me? You pray for me. Okay. remember, first thing you have to think of is what is God's will in this situation? And then now you're asking, how do I pray? You're not asking what to do. You're asking, how do I pray? So first, what is God's will? And then second. How do I proceed in prayer? Now, a lot of you are going to wrestle with this. That's why I use this scenario on purpose. Because uh, I want to mess with your bias a little bit and, and and see if you can cut through that to God's will and pray for this man. All right. Who's got it? Who's, who's ready? What is God's will?
6: And then how should you pray? Mm-hmm. Y'all struggling. I see it. I see the struggle. See the struggle.
0: Let's see, And I ain't heard nothing from Bianca tonight. Where is Bianca? Is she still on here? Let me go oh, look.
7: There. <laughs> oh,
0: there she is.
10: <laughs> I was just going to type it in the chat, but I'll just say it now since you don't call me out. Um, <laughs> I would think God's will would be for his business to line up. I think because he's a single father with two kids, he doesn't want to put most of his time into this business where he leaves his kids behind. So to be able to know how to be able to set his business up and how God wants him to be able to set this business up.
0: Okay. I think that's part of it. But if I was to put that on the list of priorities, that's on the list, but that would be a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. There's something that you have to define, right? You know, that's that's higher up on the list than that. But yes, that is on there. I don't don't that that is on there. And we're gonna we're gonna look at some scriptures that actually talk about that part that you just you just gave, uh, Pastor TC.
4: Hmm. Keep keep processing. I was just trying to go through some of the scriptures, so I was reading. But that First Timothy five a messed me up a little bit. Hmm and <laughs> so i look like that so i'll start with matthew 6 i um i think god's will first off is um for the individual you know does he have a job i guess i don't know if this question or not you know do the ends meet do you have what you need first you know because you want to start a business so do you have what you need so wait a minute so wait a minute you're
0: going into answering the question you're not going into what is god's will
4: for him okay well you're trying to, first, to solve you're trying to solve a problem well first according to first 75 8 the will of god is that your household is taken care of first well so what is it so okay
0: so if that's that's what you believe god's will is what is your prayer
4: um, my prayer is that he has what he needs to take care of his two children in his household okay
0: okay I know that seems anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. No, that's why I'm just Because, first well, because, you because if rocking. you went to that scripture, then the will of God is that he be able to take care of his own, his household. And so he's saying that he believes that God wants him to start a business. So as Bianca was saying, I'm praying that this business would help, would, would give him what he needs to take care of his household.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: because if that, the rest of that 5A was just, well, I don't know why I never saw that. Because he said, if he, if the person doesn't, it's worse than the unbel, It's like regarded as an unbeliever almost. Mm-hmm. like That was, wow. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of steep. Because I do think when you start a business, not to like, you know, go to Tanger. I do think a lot of times you're thinking about just trying to make the business work. And mm-hmm. you other things like Bianca was saying. And that's actually God opposes that. Like, that was some tough words Paul wrote, wrote right there. God opposes what? Well, let me go to it. It's not like, yeah, because Paul, I don't know. I just I just like I said that was like wow. He actually says that. Cause was it 5-8 again? He says, um, but even does not provide for his own. And especially for those in the household of faith, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Hmm. So I'm I'm just like looking at that like wow, you're when you don't do this, you're like denying your faith and you're worse than an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge consequence. So you're focused on the consequence, not on what this scripture is saying no, about God's I, will. I, I'm focusing on the question, but it was just one of those things I was like, wow, that's it's pretty scandalous. <laughs> so how do you pray for this man? like i said why the answer doesn't change mm-hmm. that god supplies and needs to take care of your two children First, you don't,
0: I, yeah,
6: okay <laughs> you
4: don't seem confident though
6: i am so, confident
0: i'm just in conflict. <laughs> because i because that scripture ought to make you pray for this man hard indeed because the rest of it that's what i'm saying So this should put you in intercessory mode, like, Lord, Lord, I know that this man doesn't want to, you know, deny the faith, but he wants, but he believes that you called him to a business. So, Lord, I pray that you give him what he needs to take care of his household, that his children be provided for, that you go in for him because you see the consequences. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Um, Okay. Who else? (laughs) Who else? What is God's will? And then how do you pray?
6: I would have thought people could just
0: jump in on it. I thought it was hard when I first looked at it. And that's why I put a man, because I would have put a woman. I think y'all would have have did this easier. You have a bias. I know a lot of you have a bias. (laughs) And you're trying to work, work through your bias. Who's next? Come on, come on. Y'all burning air. It would air be time. the
10: same for as a man or a woman. It's just different. For me, I think it would be the same that you play that, or you pray that God's will lines up accordingly. This the only thing I can keep thinking of is that it lines up accordingly. You have two kids, so you have to make sure that whatever you're gonna start this business is, that not only you're going in there and you're doing it for self, but you're doing it unto God as well. You right, gotta
0: make but, sure it lines so, up. so 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 let's slow that down because if you say that you're that you pray that it lines up with god's will what is god's will for this situation what is his will you see what i'm saying that's what i want to get to because you're absolutely right that's why i told you you're absolutely right but to pray accurately you need to look at this situation and say what is god's will for this Because he's asking a question, but your goal is what is God's will for this?
10: I think that's where I'm struggling at.
0: Yes. Yeah, and (laughs) now this is purpose. I did this on purpose because I need (laughs) us to work through this. Um, Let's see. I got something in the chat and I got two hands. Let's see. So where are we at? Uh, April. Will is not to struggle and needs met Pray that God shows him direction on what he's supposed to do. So, will is not to struggle. That's not necessarily part of it, but I I see where you're going there. Definitely needs met. I can give scripture after scripture about God wanting to supply needs for us to get daily bread. And actually, I put up a bunch of scriptures that fit that. Pray that God shows him direction on what he's supposed to do. Yes. And I actually put up a scripture for that one as well. So yeah. Uh, G Barry.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, off tops, I definitely see that this is a father. So, I mean, definitely the needs be provided for the children. Um, Right. Secondly, I see there being stewardship. There Mm -hmm. needs to be intention on his household being set in order. So that way things will be in alignment. And then also too, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to be a spectacle or anything of that matter. But when I'm looking at him, you know, coming to God saying, you know, I want this business to flourish, you know, it may just be an option and it may or may not be a part of God's will. So, you know, there, there's going to be something along those lines that he's going to have to wrestle with, but me coming in, I'm seeing that there's a need that needs to be met and all those facets you know, so those are the things that I was thinking of. So yeah, I'll definitely pray for the need of the family. I pray for the children, you know, I'll intercede as if like I'm in his shoes, you know what I mean? Right. I want to intercede in a way like, man, this brother prayed for me and you know, he'd be like, man, how can I thank you, man? The Bible says, man, oh no man, nothing but to love one another. You know what I mean? So it's just like, at the end of the day that's what i that's what i really see and approaching it from that matter and however i may be led to pray for that individual is how i'd approach that matter right uh april and then well i got a lot of hands i'm just going to go through them so april okay
0: then we got the thompsons and then we got the robinsons it's
2: well maybe jewel. that's not april.
0: that's jewel it says april
2: Hello. <laughs> um God's will is that we spread the gospel. So no matter what His business is, that He is still spreading the word and helping people to be saved.
0: Yes, yes, that that is it. But I think that's going away from, you know, where this guy is at.
6: I mean, uh, I also agree what, that you're that has, what you're saying is true.
0: What you're saying is true. Right. So I
6: also agree with everybody else said, but I just wanted to add that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is true. Thompsons.
6: You got to unmute. You guys are muted. You got to unmute.
5: About There you go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's talking about like just being satisfied with what God has given you and, you know, and asking for the wisdom on, on the business. But I think at first it's being content with what we have, um, knowing that God does supply all of our needs. um, And that, you know, he is taking care of his family the best that he can, but um, I would think you know, just asking for wisdom and being content at the time
6: hmm mm-hmm. okay. uh, so Robins? oh go
8: ahead well, um, I think God's will would be to supply you know all of his needs according to god's um riches. And then the prayer would be the Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, that um, given this day, his daily, uh, God will give him the, this day his daily bread.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Uh, TC?
4: Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, your, your question got me, but actually the more I read it, it actually helps me. Cause uh, I guess the way I was looking at first is what you actually told us just not to do was trying to like how to answer the question of him having a business. Right. Right. Instead of, instead of focusing on what is God's will. Now I focus on the prayer and praying for God's will. Well, yeah, now we can, I mean, Matthew six twenty four and Matthew 6, 33, 33. So first thing I'm praying for him is that he's seeking God's, God's uh, face. He's going after God. Yes. So he, going totally after god Mm -hmm. um, and that will kind of help him in praying for him i'm praying that he doesn't get into a conflict of serving two masters that god Mm -hmm. will be his focus you know and so that will kind of flow into things like contentment and being satisfied what we talked about earlier but you know ultimately um, that he will be able to in doing so be able to um, discern what God actually will is for our business, because he's seeking God. But I pray he wouldn't worry either, because I imagine if he's asking about this, there might be a little bit of anxiety. But 34 tells us don't worry about tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. but to be focused on today. So you know, I probably had to Pray, praying for this individual because I'm talking this individual. I'm praying for this individual. I'm praying for them to be content in today. That to the focus on today because mm-hmm. he will have trouble of his own. You know, he got two kids, and so there might be trouble in that day for him. So it's praying that he's focused on the Lord in today. So, yeah, the question I uh, think about it, helps me out more. Pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, Don't pull yeah, on my bias,
0: though. Yeah, it's gonna mess with your bias because initially most people look at this single father, two kids, they say, get a job.
4: Right. Well, I wasn't even my thing. I think oh. my, <laughs> go ahead. They're like, me. why do you, why are you talking about a business? Why are you, you know? Cause my, my, my mind is obviously the opposite. It's what's wrong with having a business go for it. And I think that's just, a, I don't think that's always the answer either, you know, Cause I don't know, I guess the entrepreneur in me is like, that's fine, start it, right? Just so start a business. But you you may not be in the place. You know, you started a business right now. actually might have you neglecting your responsibilities. And God doesn't want that. And so that's why I think it messed with me on my bias on that okay, front. On that side of it, yeah. Yeah, that's what was
0: messing me up. So you know, I was thinking about um, let's look at Proverbs 15, 22. Um so I think everybody agrees that God's will is for this man and his family to be provided for, right? That's hands down. Nobody's arguing that. But if he believes that God wants him to start a business, then he's going to need some help, right? And so Proverbs fifteen twenty two. if you get there before me, read it. Um uh,
10: I got it. Go ahead. It says without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established.
0: And so if this is really the thing, like you said, Bianca, um, he's going to need some wise counsel. He's going to need somebody to help him, right, to make sure that he's focused on the right thing and help him establish this. I think somebody said it earlier that you're supposed to be seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then letting him add all of the things that you need to you. You know, you don't want to be serving two masters. So you want to pray that his motives are right, that he's not just going into this because I want to be a big shot. But if he believes that God has called him to this, then it has to meet the needs of his family. It has to, um, he needs wise counsel. So he needs to be accountable to somebody. Um, he should be praying for God's daily bread that God, you're going to have to provide for me each day. Of course, he's going to have to trust the Lord with all his heart, right? Lean not to his own understanding because what if God wants him to do something different in this business than other businesses? What if this business is specifically for a certain reason, you know, to push the gospel forward? Like, you know, uh, you know whoever it was that started Chick-fil-A, for them to say, we're not going to open on Sunday, that, that's, a, that, that's a big hit. A lot of people eat on Sunday and you're going to say, we're not going to open because this business is about honoring the Lord that. So these are the the, the types of things that you want to pray, you know, starting off with the thing that, you know, you know, that God wants to provide for his family. You know, um, Psalms 37, 25 and 26, David said, I was young, but now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. He said that he lends to his descendants and he takes care of his offspring, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, God does want to take care of this man and his family, you know, but he's going to have to, you know, make sure that he, that like, as as, as you said, Bianca lines up, he's got to be seeking first God's kingdom. So God's rule and reign in his life. I think a lot of times somebody has a prayer request like this. We want to fix the prayer request. We want to try to, you know, make it, but it should be right. Instead of saying, you know what, it doesn't matter what you're praying. My goal is God's will, which brings me to my final slide here. No matter what people request, you must pray according to God's will. This is important because, you know, if somebody could walk in uh, and say, Hey, can, can you pray for me to get a Lamborghini?" <laughs> Like well first, do you have a car? No, well, then we're gonna pray that God supplies your need, the actual need. It may not be a Lamborghini, but if there's an actual need, <laughs> then we're gonna pray that that God would supply the need. you know you want a Lamborghini, God's will is for you to be able to get from point A to point B. What if point A to point B is a bus pass <laughs> well what 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 if it's your two fes? You know, that you know, God strengthen your body that you can walk.
10: <laughs> so I have a question about that. Literally yes. that situation with with the car situation.
7: Uh-huh.
10: Um, because I I did that with someone, you know, praying that you know, God supplies their needs and praying that there is something there from point A to point B and this person struggled because When they were saying that in the prayer to their family, it was shot down like no you don't need to do that you just need to get you a bus pass to get to point A to point B, it was like a totally like discouraging situation for this individual. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I continue to tell this person, like, long as we pray according to God's will, it's going to line up. And if it's not according to God's will, it's not going to line up. It's not going to fall through. Like, this is going to be done according to God's will. And so because it was done and everything lined up for this person to get them some four wheels to get them to point A and point B, now the family wants to disown because they did not listen.
0: Yeah, and and I think that again, if I pray, if I pray according, according to God's will, I have confidence.
10: Right.
0: That's what Scripture says. You have this confidence, so I'm I'm going to pray confidently according to God's will. Because uh-huh. any other prayer, it's 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 illegitimate, and even if a person prays it with confidence, they still don't have a confidence that they'll get that. You know. Right. But if I pray but according to God's question. will yeah, I pray according to God's will. um, He's going to answer how he's going to answer. Right. Right,
6: Exactly. I
0: I, I can't determine how he's going to answer. You know, um, Tierra was uh, uh, having some issues. They're out there in North Carolina. They had some issues. She was coughing and coughing and coughing and struggling. They ended up taking her to the emergency. You know, Um, I ended up staying up late and they they called me and said, well, yeah, you know, um, you need to pray with her. And so, I said, well, God, I, you know, I'm just going to pray according to your will. I know that um, you said if anyone is sick, call for the elders of the church. They'll pray the prayer of faith, and the Lord will raise them up. And <laughs> I said, so, Lord, according to your word, I pray for healing and strength. I pray for, um, um, I pray for any, every, the diagnosis to be accurate so that whatever steps and precautions need to be taken, they'll be, be taken accurately. Um, and that God, you would, uh, you would strengthen her body, give her rest and get her back on her feet. Lord, it's in, and it's in your hands. I don't control how you're going to do it. The next morning when I talked to her, it was as if she wasn't sick anymore. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, they, they let me go. They ran all the tests. There's nothing there. (laughs) You know, it's like, amen. You know, and I kind of didn't pay any attention to it, you know? Um, but then I thought about it. And it's like, you know what? You just got to pray according to God's will. Leave the results up to him. You know, if the results, as Willie said, is is a Chevy or a bus pass, (laughs) God knows what you need before you ask. And we've got to trust him on that, right? (laughs) So that's, that's, that's the key. Amen and amen. So, yeah. No matter what people's prayer requests, this is why a lot of times, you know, especially when we're praying, you know, at the church or whatnot, I, I I tell them, hey, I'm just going to allow God to lead me. <laughs> you know, if you have a prayer request, and they give it to me, I take that, you know, but I'm going to pray God's will. I'm, I'm looking to hear God's will, you know, I'm looking to hear what he's saying, not what we want so often that's our goal is what we want not God's will okay all right how y'all doing this (laughs) is this tracking (laughs) all right let me go to that
6: slide that I didn't get to do
7: Uh, uh,
6: here we go all right so
0: This a little bit so I can see. All right. So uh, this is where we were going to end last week. And I told you I had another slide that kind of goes back into this. So um, as we've been talking, you know, remember this. Everybody needs to remember this. God's will is not whatever happens. God's will is what God prefers to happen. His best offer, his command, uh, that imburse faith. And I say that because, you know, sometimes there are situations that happen. And if we know God's will, we can say, nope, that wasn't God's will. I said, But it happened like that. Isn't that what he wanted to happen if it happened that way? No. Because what if somebody made a decision that wasn't according to God's will? You know, um, I had this thought in my mind, and I guess I do have time to ask this question. And this is going to mess you up. Okay, this is going to mess you up. So I got just enough time to mess you up one last time. All right? So here's my question. When is it a bad idea to tell a person just trust God? When is it a bad idea to tell a person to just trust God?
6: God. Uh-oh. Thompson's.
8: <laughs> uh, two things. One, when when they're not a believer and or when they just experience a loss. Yeah.
0: Actually, those things are those things fall under the subject matter so you're you're right in the pocket but there's something that those two things would be sub points underneath
6: uh bianca
0: so you're you're right you're you're right mike i'm not saying you're wrong you're right but there's there's something up right above that that those are underneath go ahead bianca
10: my first instinct was to say never but <laughs> right 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 <laughs> right <laughs> never say that, but for me, I don't know. I'm an easy that person. You know, I hate when. uh How can I put this? Like you going through something, and you know, sometimes we get to that point where we we don't want to hear biblical. We just want to hear you, and someone just throw. It's like when someone is don't care what you got to say. They don't want to hear you. Whatever you got to say, and you say. Just trust God, and then they walk away. Like,
7: wait a mm-hmm.
0: minute, what? Yeah, that fault that falls underneath this <laughs> as well. That falls right up underneath there. Yep. But, yeah,
6: uh,
0: <laughs> is that a new hand? The Thompsons? Okay. All right. I'm challenging y'all. When is it not a good idea to just tell somebody, just trust God? We got a couple of good ones. TC. And then somebody just put something uh. in the chat.
4: I think everyone kind of took some minds, my but I I'm to imagine when you're trying to know what the will of God is, you don't want to distrust God. Because people do that too. Uh, what's the will of God? Distrust God. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but yeah, I think the ones I was going for was when Mr. Thompson said, those are actually my two.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, Tim, I think it was Tim put in the chat when someone's suffering. Um, I think they need to trust God when they're suffering. Um, is there anybody else that wants to chime in before I give you
6: the answer here?
10: I'm gonna just say something real quick. I don't want no one praying for me, and then they say just trust God. (laughs) I'm just being honest. Like,
0: yeah, it's
6: kind
10: of just in bad taste, right there. (laughs) I'm trusting God, but sometimes I need God to help my unbelief. So you can't just tell me to trust God and then walk away with it. Like, no, like I might need a little, some of us might need a little more than you just saying, just trust God. Like sometimes we need to actually see it. So I don't know. That's why I'm like, don't ever say it, but (laughs) you got to do trust God though.
6: (laughs) Right. Right. Willie said, I feel you, Bianca. Um,
0: So all those, I I like all the things that you guys said, you know, that, you know, kind of fell up underneath this. But you, you never want to tell somebody, just trust God when they are not
6: living according to the will of God. And
0: I know that probably sounds like a simple answer, but some of us have done it. Some of us, because I think uh, uh, Minister Mike said, when they're not a believer, which is, which that's why I said that falls right up underneath that category. this person's not a believer, how am I going to tell them to trust God? They're going to, they're going to trust God to, you know, keep them while they sell drugs. Hey man, just trust God, (laughs) you know, you know, trust God while, you know, you're living in a life of sin. No, God's will is that you be saved. That's what I need. I need to tell you what God's will is. I shouldn't just tell you to trust God, you know? And I think trying to encourage people, we've thrown that at them. You know, this person's not even living for God. This person's not even, as Bianca said, they don't even want to do what you're, and they said, well, you're just going to have to trust God. Well, you don't even want to (laughs) listen. You don't want to listen to what's right or wrong. Why would I tell you to trust God? And so I say that to say, we can't just throw trust God out there as the default answer when we don't know the answer. We can't use that as, okay, well, you're going to have to just trust God. Um,
6: Yeah, but this person's not doing
0: the will of God. So how can they trust God if they don't want to do God's will? So I, I, I think we have, to, we have to kind of think that through and be careful, you know, because sometimes we're assuming just because a person asks for prayer that they're going to be willing to be obedient to God. So we're telling them to trust God and they have no intention of doing what God wants. They have no intention of being obedient to his word. And so trusting God for them is kind of a, a waste and it's kind of you know undiscerning for us that if we're just going to throw that out there you know i think we have to be more discerning of <laughs> what the will of the lord is as as we started out in the beginning okay so finally um we have to trust the pro- the process and what is the process examine our motivation so even in some of the scenarios that we gave right we've got it we've got to be willing to examine our motivation, you know, a person's motive, you know, they know their motive is pure then they do what they know until God reveals what they don't know. You know, as the, as Tomas, like, Hey, I gave my life to Christ. Me and my girlfriend been sexually active. What do I do? Well, God's will is for you to, you know, walk in sanctification to abstain from sexual immorality. And so, He's going to have to wrestle with that because he 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 may struggle with that because he feels like that's how me and my girlfriend connect. You know, we've been living this way for 2 years, right? We've been doing this for 2 years. Now you want me to stop? Well, this is what God's will is. Now you're going to have to trust him to direct your path as you do his will, right? He's going to have to give you, you know, the courage, <laughs> you know, to be able to, you know, tell her no. You know, you're probably going to stumble and fall. So you're going to have to repent. You're probably going to have to do things to eliminate temptation. You know, uh, uh, the the one that was struggling with smoking, you know, you're probably going to have the accountability. You know, you might have to get you a patch. (laughs) You might, you know, you might have to do some things to focus on letting God be the one that you take your stress, you know, and your pain and your problems to rather than taking it to whatever your addiction is, because you don't want those things to have power over you. You know, that's not God's will for you to be bound by any, uh, addictive behaviors, you know, things like that. And so just understanding God's will. Well, we have come to the end of the road. (laughs) I I hope y'all y'all enjoyed this. I packed a lot into it. Um, you know, this may be in one of those ones that I have to turn into a book.
5: Yeah,
0: what in the will of God is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: you know? sure.
0: uh, but definitely appreciate you guys hanging with me and and rocking with me. Um, hopefully it blessed you. Um, the slide will be ready. I'll um email I'll email my PowerPoint presentation uh to Taya. And she'll send it out to those that want it, because you may want to go back over these slides. Um, put a lot of work and a lot of thought into these slides. So,
6: yeah. Yeah, that's great. Amen. Well, um, we're going to stop. Hold on forward.